Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Oh, g'day everyone and welcome along to All Talk with Jason Mike. Very nice to have your company wherever you may uh, be joining us. And thank you as always on, on behalf of myself and Mike for all the massive feedback that we've been getting uh, throughout the last few weeks. Uh, all the pe- uh, people subscribing, uh, Mike. It's just, it's fantastic. It makes me feel like we're doing something worthwhile here. Yeah. And, and at times I feel like we're not doing anything worthwhile here. Yeah, I mean, in the room it would be very easy to believe, wouldn't it, that you know, it is completely worthwhile. You yes. Because you come in feeling so good and you leave feeling so deflated. Yeah, well, you do especially. <laughs> you you really drag your feet after yeah. a recording, I find. Oh. You know, you come in here all cock-a-hoop, yeah. you know, full of the joie de vivre, exactly. if I can put it that way, and then you leave as though someone just smacked you around the head with a bit of two before. Thank you. Yeah. Well, you know, I just think to myself sometimes, you know, I could still be doing furniture removal in Australia. Yeah. You know, moving furniture up three stories, you know, uh, two different apartment moves a day. You know, I did that for three and a half years. And imagine if I was still doing that. Yeah. How great my legs would look. You'd be in fine shape. I'd probably have a bit of a beer pot. Yeah, you'd have a beer pot. Oh, for sure. A bit Uh, of overhang on the trousers. So I just, I do miss those days. But, um, you know, I guess this is what we've got in front of us. So let's just get it done. Well, it's, it's really interesting you should say that because I often think back to the days when I worked at Greenpeace. God, I miss those days, mate. Yeah. Walking around, um, you know, neighbourhoods, knocking on strangers' door, yeah. people telling me to fuck off, <laughs> you know, yeah. all of the good times, yeah, mate. Man, oh, yeah. God, they were good times, yeah. Mike. Um, uh, mate, you could be trying to raise money money for orange peace and I wouldn't give a fuck. Now, yeah. get the fuck off yeah. my lawn. Something like that, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was exactly like that, actually, on one occasion. <laughs> yeah. uh, but then, you'd, you know, you'd meet the odd nice person that'd invite you in for a few beersies while you, you know, you made sure. your pitch. That was always... The problem that they had, though, is that when they invited me in for a few beersies to make my pitch, they couldn't get rid of me. No. You know what I mean? And they'd be like, okay, you've made your point, now you can leave. Yeah. Uh, and I've run out of beer. Yeah, sure. You know, so, but good times. Oh, yeah, good times. Well, for you. Hey, listen, I just want to give you some stats if I can. I love stats. I'm a stats man. We are currently 213th in Apple Podcasts in Hong Kong comedy, mate. Woo! Kia ora, Hong Kong. Thank you, Hong Kong. Can I also make the point, mate, that we are number 29 in Apple Podcasts in the United Arab Emirates. Hey! hey 29, mate. That's I think there's good. only 30 podcasts for yeah. comedy in the United Arab Emirates, but to be in that, yeah, you know, that's that is pretty just, good, isn't it? It's sensational, Gee, well, mate. It's man. sensational. Things are really changing, man. They're turning around for us, eh? They are. Yeah. I mean, we're still not making any money or anything. No, no. We're, I think we're sitting at about 200 in New Zealand. Are we? Oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, uh, I will note that, you know, when it came to the money, you said, let's just make this an annual kind of thing, shall we? Yeah. Uh, we've got to get it up to a certain level before it's even worthwhile. Before invoicing. it's even worth writing the invoice. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it cost, me, cost me more money to write the invoice than it would be, you know, the amount that you're getting back. Indeed. Hey, listen, last time, controversially, oh. we had a massive and rather epic discussion about circumcision. Yes. 
uh, and we put it out to the listeners out there because let's be honest, looking back in hindsight, we were both taken aback. We both left this room. We both left that podcast going, my God, have I been wrong all this time? Yeah. And so we put it to the punters out there, Mike. We did, man. And that was a um, a genuinely uh, – that was a real learner for me because I had and you had – and it's amazing because you're the age you are. I'm in my mid-40s. And I had absolutely no idea that there were different kind of circumcisions. I'm being completely genuine there. I yes. just thought that mine was the norm and you obviously felt exactly the same, same Likewise, way. Likewise, And yes. I felt there was no – and given the – the amount of things that we talk about and the degree to which we push the conversation along those lines, I'm amazed that it's never come up before. We're either in conversation with you or on the ACC or with any of my mates, any male at all at yeah. any time. Yeah. You just hear the word circumcision and yep. everybody in their mind thinks they're thinking the same thing. Sure. And we've found out that we're, that's not the case. Can I, can I ask you when you say everyone's thinking the same thing, um, and, uh, do you have a visual image in mind when you're thinking that or is it just, okay, the word circumcision, this is how it is? Um, or do you actually? I think I get a visual of yeah, mine. Yeah, I get a visual of mine. Yeah, yeah, uh, which makes sense. Yeah, yeah, because totally. The, I mean, I know my one better than anyone. That's right. Uh, and I, I am unequivocally. Oh, I mean, I know some other ones oh, to, to wave to on the street. Sure. So g'day. Sure, sure. Um, but I know my circumcision better than anyone does. Sure. And so I was massively shaken <laughs> yes. by that conversation. I mean, I. I I, I left the podcast really doubting who I was as a human being, sure, to be honest. Sure, And I know you kind of felt the same way. Oh, absolutely I did. It's just, and, and not to the point where I'd think, oh, God, what am I left with? Because we're both in long-term relationships and it makes no difference either way. The, the most important thing is not that we accept them, it's that our, our wives our, our, are, our partners yeah, yeah, exactly. are not grossed out by us. No, that's right. So, um, yeah, I was thrilled to uncover a little a little unknown nugget there. And, uh, and I actually... Booked an appointment with the doctor. Uh, Specifically and, for that reason? Well, I had another reason to go. Oh, um, yes. I, I went in there and I said to him, um, I've got three things to talk to you about today. Okay. Now, I've never seen this doctor before in my life. Yes. Uh, because my one was away. Um, I said, number one, I need to get some sleeping pills. Yes. Number two. Do they work, by the way? Yeah, they're really good. Okay, good yeah. point. Good to know. Um, number two, sperm count. Right. Number three, circumcision. Sure. And did you list it off like that? I did. did, I, did literally, I, literally, I said, these are the things. These I are my to, bullet I, points? Yep, and I said, and the order that we're going to talk about them in. <laughs> okay. Um, and so got me sleeping pills. So yeah, I'm all nice. jacked up on those. Yes. Uh, number two, me sperm count. Now, this is, this is interesting. Mm. So we're trying to have another kid. It's taking ages. Right, okay. And I'm trying to get it over and done with so I can get on with my life. Right, yeah. Um, so I'm just going just gonna to check it out. See, sure. if, see if my swimmers are still swimming. In order to get your sperm count checked, you have to ejaculate yes. into one of those little cup thingies. We all know the ones. Um, and then you've got to get it to the place that does the counting. To the lab. To the lab there. Um, and there's two ways it says on the form that you can do it. You can do it either one well, you can masturbate, which is fine. And then the other one, they said you can use the withdrawal method. Right, okay, yes. Are you familiar with the withdrawal? Yeah, yes, I am. Well, yes. I, the way it was written there, I was like, what do you mean by the withdrawal method? And he goes, oh, well, you have intercourse and then you withdraw. Oh, I was like, okay. I thought 
I'd put like a syringe down me, the end of me. Oh, other, right, yeah, and, with, and, and, and just literally it. suck it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that it but was, no, you that it was right. sitting there in some sort of <laughs> reservoir that's base right, somewhere. Right. Yeah, okay. Um, and so, but then the problem is that the place where you take it is in Mount Wellington. Yeah. And you've got 30 minutes to get it to the lab. Right. Now, yes. I live on, Waiheke my, my bed's on Waiheke Island. Yes. So that's about a two-hour trip. Yes. So they're all dead by the time I get there. And if I took that in there, they'd say, I'm sorry, Mr. Minogue. It's all over, You've got mate. something really wrong. Yes. So then alternatively, I've, I'm staying in, on Queen Street at the moment. And uh, even that's cutting things a bit close because I don't have a car. Yeah, Mount and Wellington's quite a way away from It is city. quite a way away. So yeah. I'd have to jerk it out mm. into my little whom I, yeah. call an Uber. Now, yes. sometimes when you call an Uber, it says 11 minutes away. Yes. Now, obviously, I can't afford for him to sit out the front of the hotel. Um, so, and, and they don't offer at the lab. I thought at the lab yeah, I thought they would did. have a room yes. rammed with pornography Yeah, that I'd be able to, you know, sort of swan through and spend a half a day. Yes. You know. Get comfortable. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they don't have that. Right. You That's can only walk in and drop it off. So now I'm in a situation where I have to find a McDonald's <laughs> nearby, nearby, or yes. a, or a mobile, you know, petrol station, where I could just pop into the toilet, yeah, and ring one out just to see if you're unleaded. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I that's don't. Crazy. Know, I can't believe that, that's, is that seriously true. That's a hundred percent true. And I was talking, Unbelievable. I was talking to my wife about it, and she goes, "Well, could you, could you do it at the hotel?" I was like, "Well, that's the thing with the Uber and." And she, and I was like, well, what about work? And she said, well, no. Well, if you got caught at work, yeah, that would that'd be the end of your any career that you think you might have. Yes. Similarly, if I get caught masturbating in a McDonald's toilet, it's not a great look for me. No. Uh, or in a car outside, I don't know what I'm meant to do. That is that is fascinating. Yeah. I, I had no, because, like you, I would assume that in a lab, yeah, that they would have. A booth, yeah, uh, that you would go into to do the business. That's as it right. Were. I mean, because even if you do it in a McDonald's or a Z petrol station, mm. you still got the conundrum of actually carrying it out. Of you know, you know, you, yeah. Um, has it got a lid on it? Oh, it's got a oh, lid. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's got a little lid. But then also, you know, you're running the risk of not necessarily catching everything. Sure. And you know, I mean. Yeah, I, I don't know. Do I want to connect the life of one of my children with that experience of masturbating in a McDonald's yeah, or, a I, K, or a KFC? Do I want the smell of KFC or McDonald's in my nostrils yes. while I'm trying? God. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I, yeah. I had and, literally and, no idea. And then. the doctor had no answers for me. He, yeah. he couldn't, it, that was not his area of expertise. No. Um, and so then I said to him, you know, so we got through those and then got to the circumcision. And I s- said... This is the scenario. I, now, that we're I asked in. him if I could record the conversation, and he wouldn't let me do that. Yeah. Because uh, I wanted to play it back for the for the listeners. So I said, This is what I've got. You know, a mate of mine have been having a discussion about this. It seems that there's two types of circumcision going on here. He's saying that he's still got foreskin left, and I've got none whatsoever. Well, like an ankle clean. sock. Yeah. Ankle sock. And yeah. I, I made the reference to uh, my fingernail that it just sort of stops there, the skin. Um, and we're trying to work out who's right and who's wrong or who's, you know, got yeah. the most. Co- he goes, sure. well, you know, there's no right or wrong circumcision. He said, I said, yeah, sure, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah. You know, this day and age, we've got to be like that. But 
you know, it, potentially there's one that's more prevalent than the other, more common. Um, and he sort of, you know, he looked shocked, yeah. to be honest, that we were having this conversation. And he sort of pushed back on his chair and went back to his computer and sort of turned to his computer and put his hands on the laptop there, on his, you know, it's a PC. And he goes, do you mind if I just have a quick look? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, good as gold. <laughs> Can I just recall at the time we were having this conversation, we were both determined afterwards to Google. Yeah, that's right. We went, we've got to Google That's this. right. Yeah. Now, let me just say, his body language, everything about it, he goes, can I just have a quick look, put his hands on the computer. What do you think I thought he was going to do? Google it? Thanks. Yes. He immediately stood up, pulled the curtain, and implied that I should get my cock out for him. Right. To show him. So when he said, do you mind if I have a quick look, he meant, do you mind if I have a quick look at your penis? I, I, okay, I've got you. And I, and I went, yeah, sure. Sure. I, I said, yeah, sure, thinking he meant Google it. But he meant... Actually have a look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and being in New Zealand, I immediately got my penis out. Yes, show, yeah, show. yeah, no worries. Yeah, yeah, I got... <laughs> you know, um, and the head I have known... That I was someone else was going to be seen it that day, I would have done a bit of prep. Sure, you know. I mean, even yeah. though it's a bloke, you don't want him thinking that you're keeping things a bit unkempt down there. Sure, okay. you know, neat and tight. But it wasn't anyway. I showed him. He goes, "Yeah, that looks normal." I okay, said, I said, "Great." And his his feeling was that the most common one is the one that I've got, but that there are variations where they don't get all the skin. And he didn't really have a reason for why that would happen. He goes, sometimes they just go a bit too far up. And I said, but this is interesting because neither Jace nor I have ever been told by a woman that we've got weird-looking circumcised penises. Or or a man. Or a man matter. for that matter. Yeah. Exactly. And he said, well, the only time generally that your wife wives will ever see your respective penises is when they are in a state of arousal. And outside of that, they're not really taking a, a close look at it. Sure. And I thought, well, that's that's pretty right, actually. Yeah. They're a hideous thing when they're... Oh, they're ugly. Yeah, they're yeah, grotesque. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Always averting the eyes. But anyway, we ran a poll, didn't we? We did, mate. Well, I'm I'm almost tempted to go and see your doctor yeah. and see if I'm normal now. Yeah. Uh, because, actually, whilst I said I was somewhat bemused by the conversation last week... I was also relatively confident in myself. <laughs> and so now you've plunged me into an oasis Well, of doubt. yeah, because as, as we talked about last week, the fact that I've been through a, you know, a traumatic, you know, the, all of our discussions, well, you know, I've been through this traumatic circumcision where things have been ripped and pulled and all that. So, so it makes sure. sense to me that I'd be in the wrong. Yes. And I was, you know, I was at peace with that. Um, it's been a weird thing for many, many years now. Um, but he said that, the stitching thing, remember we talked about the stitching that I had around mine and whether that would happen to a baby. It seemed like a fairly full-on thing to do to a baby. Yes. He said that they do do it to babies, but what is more common is that they put a rubber band around the base, uh, just between you know top of the shaft, underneath the tip. Okay, we're getting a bit too specific now. And that, yes. and that deadens the skin. And well, that, it's like, a, do it's like a docking, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's exactly right. Um, okay. Well, you're right. We did put it out there. Yeah. Uh, and we asked for your uh, opinion on this, and it's inst interesting. And it's once again plunged me into further doubt about who I am as a man. Mm. On the Instagram, Mike, 73 no skin, 
27 skin. Yeah, so that's percentage, uh, isn't percentage, it? Percentage, sorry. 73%. Out of 320 votes. Yeah. And on the Twitter account, 55% no skin, mm. 44.3% skin, mm. 103 votes. Mm, mm, so that mm. one's a little closer. It is closer, yeah. That makes me feel a little bit better. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, and, but you've just told me what your, do- your doctor said. Yeah. Um, and so I'm, I'm now in a situation where I feel like I need to be checked out. Yeah. And I think you should because it'll be interesting to see what your doctor says um, because I don't, I don't know about you, but if I'm a professional, if it's my job to do circumcisions, yes, I, w- I don't want a varied result each time I'm going in. No. If I lined up – You want a stock standard procedure. Let's say over the course of the week I do – you know, 600 circumcisions. Yes. I want, you know, another doctor to be able to go, oh, that looks like one of Minogue's. <laughs> yes. Do you know I what I'm saying? I was just going to say, that's definitely a Minogue. <laughs> that's right. You know? So, you know, you you want to have your technique down and they should all look the same. Sure. You don't want them being all over the fucking show. No, no. That uh, You know, that's that's a fair point. Yeah. Um, and, and it makes me, it reminds me actually of uh, a co-worker of ours whose father perform circumcisions. Oh, yes. And I wonder, and it's just occurred to me now, so I wonder if we reach out to him, actually. Yes. And perhaps interview him. I think so. Yeah. I think that's a, I, I've completely forgot about that, actually. Yeah, so that's actually right. a very good idea. And let's just see, let's talk all things circumcision. Yeah. We'll um, have a get to the get to the bottom of it. As it were. Uh, <laughs> um, well, that's fascinating. Yeah. Um, you know, and there might be some people out there going, oh, shut up about the circumcision, you guys. But actually, it's really important to know. Well, it is. Well, I, I'm just going crazy. Well, look, we're, try- we're trying to get men to talk more about themselves and open up. And, and, and so you can't tell us to shut up yes. now um, when it comes to men's health. And I think it's fascinating um, that this is a thing. You know, and, it, and I'm sure it's fascinating to our female listeners as well because there's, there's so many things that, that women don't know about men. For example, urinal etiquette. They don't know, you know, when we say, oh, we're just off to a bathroom, they've got no idea what goes on when we get into the urinal, that when you go into a, ur- a urinal, there's etiquette that must be obeyed. Yes. Like if you're going to, if you walk in, you would take the corner in a urinal. Always. You would never stand in the middle. No. If you come into the urinal and there's somebody in the corner, you don't stand directly next to them, you take the other corner. Yes. All these sorts of things which women don't know about and are fascinated by, and I hope that this sort of falls into a similar category. Yeah, no, I am I can, genuinely yeah. interested in yeah, this. Yeah, well, I'm – well, as I say, at the time we were both very confused. <laughs> um, hey, but let's crack into it, mate, and we've got a bit of general chat with Jace and Mike. It's general chat with Jace and Mike. Here we go, Mike. Um this is from Hayden over the net. Mm. Hey, fellas. Sorry, I don't know who else to turn to with this one. It's shopping related. It doesn't matter what time of year it is or in what part of Aotearoa I'm in. When I need to get something specific, for example, some new rugby boots for my 11-year-old or an AB's jersey for a Christmas gift or something, there's never anything in store to suit. The stands are always full of Rabbitohs hats, triple XL chief shorts, or size 14 trainers on discount sale. Nothing anywhere near what I'm after, no matter what it is I'm looking for. How do these places know what I'm shopping for, 
and manage to make sure they have all the wrong sizes uh, and everything else on sale other than what I need or what I want? Mm. Yeah, what a great question. Um, And it is true, and I guess part of that, particularly when you're shopping for a Christmas gift, is, um, you know, Hayden, you're a male. No doubt you've left this to the last minute. So I'm, I'm thinking so. Yeah, so yeah. there's very limited stock left when you get in there. Um, you know, all there is left is all the shit that nobody else wants, like chief shorts. Yeah. Um, or massive shoes or, yeah, indeed, rabbitos hats. And, uh, and, and always those, you know, those sh- shitty little items like that, they're always on sale uh, oh. b- because of the fact that no one wants them. Yeah, that's right. You know? Yeah. So you've got to take some of the blame here, mate. You've got to actually plan ahead um, and get in a lot earlier and perhaps order some of these things online. That said, you know, a lot of the stuff that you're talking about here, like a triple XL Chiefs shorts, I mean, that's the most common size of short for a Chiefs fan. I don't know if you've seen the crowd shots whenever the Chiefs are playing, but there's some huge units. Right, yeah, no. You know what I mean? Uh, to be honest, I don't really watch rugby anymore. Nah, neither I've, do I've, I. I find it a bit tedious. So do I. I. I used to be that guy that was a massive ABs fan. Yeah. And every time there was a test match on, it was like the biggest occasion of my life. Sure. Now I couldn't give two shits. Yeah, well, I'm so, I still watch me ABs. I used to watch every game of rugby available. You know, when Super Rugby first started out, I would not only watch the Hurricanes. Yeah. Yeah. I would watch every other game that was on because it was Super 10, so that was five games a weekend. I can handle that. Super 12, six. Yeah. Can, I'm pretty good with my maths. Once it starts getting into 14s, 15s, and 16s, once we've got conferences and I don't know what's going on anymore, I'm just and, – and the other thing is once it's on 10 months of the year, I'm out. Yeah. I want it to be on for three months of the year, maybe four months of the year, uh, and then I can watch – and then I've got a chance to miss it. But if it's on every week, I don't give a shit. Yeah, I, I'm exactly the same, man. And yeah. even to, you know, and I love my cricket. I've got I've got a situation now with the cricket where it's just over overkill for me. Right. You know, with all the twenty twenties and the one dayers sure. and the test. I mean, I'll still always watch a test match. Don't get yeah, me wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love a test match because yeah. of the the uh, the vibe of a test match. Oh, I yeah. enjoy the no totally the gentle nature of it. Um, but just getting back to the question at hand, you know, but. You're talking about the fact being a New Zealand male, of course, Mike. He's going to leave it to the last minute. Yeah. But on the other hand, you don't want to swing in the opposite direction with those absolute oh. freaks that do the Boxing Day <laughs> sale. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're ready to go for next year. You know, and they immediately, as soon as Christmas is over, yeah. they're jumping into the Boxing Day sales, yeah. which is the biggest crock of shit I've ever seen in my life. Agreed. Um, you don't want to go to that extreme. No. But preparation is key. Well, yeah, well, I mean, this is the thing. All that shit's just... You know, the Triple XL Chief Shorts are just on more of a sale the day after. Yes. You know, so it's the same shit. And I'm always dubious of sales anyway. You know what I mean? They'll go, oh, it's on sale. It's not on sale. They'll no. just say it's on sale. No. They're still making a huge profit out of it. Yeah, exactly right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Well, it's like your Briscoes, isn't it? Your Briscoe sale. Yes. Has ever, anybody ever paid full price at Briscoes? You'd be mad. Yeah. You'd be mad. Um, the, but but my argument is, is is that their sale price is actually the full price. The they price. just say they just say it's a sale. That's right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you. Um, but preparation is key. I got caught out just recently with my wife's birthday. Oh god. Yeah, yeah. And I, you know, I was leaving it for that. Then COVID hit, mm. and we had that week that we had that week long shutdown. You know, and I couldn't go out. And I said to my wife, my darling, I apologise. I haven't got you, but she was like, "That's fine." Oh God! Yeah, yeah, oh, that's fine, Jace. Don't terrified. worry about it. I don't need a present. 
Uh, and I was like, oh, right, shit, I've really go. dug a hole for myself yeah. here. Um, but now, you know, it's got even worse for me, Mike, because the COVID lockdown shut, it's over. Yeah. And I still haven't got her a present. Yeah. You know, and now I'm thinking, I don't even know what I'm going I mean, maybe I should buy her some of those 4XL pants because hey. I'm getting to that point where I've got no idea what to buy her. I mean, your wife would look great um, in a Rabbitohs hat and some size 14 I think trainers. so. I think so. You know? Um, but Is she a Rabbitohs fan? She hates rugby league. Does she like rabbits, though? Or Russell Crowe? Because there's I, a Russell Crowe connection there. I, I think that she thinks Russell Crowe's good in some films and oh, shit in yeah. some well, films. Oh, yeah. Well, that's enough to get her a hat. Yeah, I think so. So I can. what you're saying that I should get her a Rabbitohs hat and say, hey, it's Russell Crowe's old team. Yeah, and you know that, how that Russell, will give me some you know kudos how Russell, somehow. Russell Crowe owns Rabbitohs, and you yeah. know how you thought he was all right in Gladiator. Well, yes. Ta-da! Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I'm, I'm seriously struggling on that front, mate. I'm seriously struggling. Mm. Uh, and, and I've made it worse for myself by not doing it initially. That preparation that you were talking about, it's all about prep. Whereas my wife, if, if there's a birthday coming up, coming up or some special occasion, mate, months in advance. Right. She's, she's sorted, man. She'll be fretting about a, 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 a gift yeah. that's still two months Away, yeah. Whereas I fret about a gift that's a week late. (laughs) You know what I mean? I do. That's the difference. Yeah. I mean, she cares and you don't. That's the difference. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly right. That's the difference. And I said to her, I said, I feel so bad because you always make such an effort um, for people. You know what I mean? Mm. You always go and try and do something special for them. And and here I am. I haven't even got you a present. She was like, I. I love giving presents. I don't care about getting them. Right. Well, that you know, is you know, an attempt to make you feel worse, isn't it? Well, uh, <laughs> yes. you know, And I guess that's why you make such a good, great couple is because, you know, opposites do attract. Yes. So if you've got, you know, a generous, thoughtful person on the one side, you can have a piece of shit like you. Yes. You know? Yeah, well, it balances out. Yeah, yeah, in the yeah, yeah, exactly. But then what will happen is I'm the sort of guy that will make up for a series of disasters with a massively extravagant overkill scenario. Yeah, and then she doesn't like that either. And then she doesn't like it. No. Yeah. Like I'll buy some ridiculously expensive bit of jewellery and she'll be like, ooh, okay. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Because you did that once at Christmas, didn't you? Yeah. And that backfired. She loved it, but she said, how dare you, we agreed that we wouldn't do this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a case of not being able to win. I think the best gift that you can give a woman is a failure to remember to get them the gift so that they can hold it over you. And just say, you. See? But they never do, though. Well, Well, no, but they do it in that way of going, ah, don't worry about it. Yeah. It's no big deal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like in Australia, when I lived in Australia for about four years, and you're always getting hammered in the cricket. You're always getting hammered in the rugby league. And finally, when you get a, you know, and they'd, they'd, rub it in when they beat you, you know, that you're just copping it the whole time. And then you'd finally get a victory. And you go, oh, I can't wait to get to the pub. Yeah. Can't wait to get to work and rub it in with old Rico down there. Yeah. And then you come in and go, God, your boys played well, mate. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they just immediately take, yeah, undercut you. Takes all the joy out of it. Yeah, if you're not yeah. going to be miserable, what's the point? Yes. And so I think there's a little bit of that at play. It's genius. Yes. It really is. It is genius. Um, but yeah, preparation. What was this? Was it Hayden? Yeah, it's Hayden. A uh, bit of preparation, mate. Yeah. Um, I mean, they don't know what you're shopping for. Um, I think the problem is that you don't know what you're shopping for early yeah. enough. 
Um, and of course, there's always online shopping, Mike. Yeah, exactly. Trade me. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. All that sort of jazz. Yeah, yeah. Just planning ahead, mate. I mean, I think this is um, a classic case of a man wanting to blame somebody else for his own uh, for his own ineptitude. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, sorry, so, mate. So man up, Hayden. <laughs> Own up, mate. Yeah. Take responsibility. Yeah. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Right. What have we got now, Mike? Got a bit of relationship chat with Jason Mike. I think she's cheating on me. It's relationship advice with Jace and Mike. Hey, fellas. Bit of relationship advice needed. This year I've asked out four women. All of them are with somebody else. Is there something I need to know to tell if someone's in a relationship? Also, how do I get a woman? Thanks, and that's come over the Insta. I'm not going to use the guy's name. Sure. But what I am going to say is is he's in his early teens. Yeah. So he's right at the start, Jace. of interactions with women and and learning about all this stuff. Well, well. The thing I find interesting right off the bat, mm. he's in his early teens, yeah, and he's looking to find a relationship with yeah. a woman, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking, well, therein first and foremost lies part of the issue. Sure, um, you should be probably, if that's what you're looking for, looking for around your age group rather than a woman, yeah. Um, that maybe he's, although I think shooting above his yeah, level, yeah, yeah. Well, he might be, and you're right. I don't know for sure. He might be going for forty year olds. But I think the way that they term it now, I think the new term now is that you don't, if you're calling a female or anything, you call her a woman, unless she's a child. Right, okay. So I think you actually have to call them, once they sort of are of an age, they become a woman, and you can't call them girls anymore. Right. Um, Is what I've been told. I don't know if that's true. Um, So he's going up to, let's, let's assume that they're his age, and he's asking them out. And they are saying that they're with somebody else. Sure. Does this ring a bell for you, Jace? Oh, yeah. 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 Well, you know, we we talked in the past about, you know, I was I was always the guy in, in, in my past that, you know, that women would come and talk to about their relationships. Yeah. There was no interest in having a relationship with mm. me other than as that friend that yeah. they talked to about because he was no threat in any That's way. Right. Hey, Jace. You look like a man. Yes. How do you think this man that I'm actually interested in having sex with? Yes. Or I'm currently in a relationship with. Sure. You know, and they they pour out their problems to me. Yeah. um, As opposed to there being any insinuation or suggestion that they would be in any way interested in having a relationship with me. No. And that that was where I was. Yeah. And so, I mean, I, I feel almost unqualified in that regard because... I wasn't even in a position where I even thought about asking someone out mm. uh, because that's that's yep. the slot I was allocated from yep. a very early age, yep. and that was a slot I, I was allocated that I lived with right into my early tw- um, 20s. Yeah, absolutely, know? absolutely. So in terms of you know being a young teenager, 
it was a troubling time for me, Mike. Absolutely. You and know I'm I mean? exactly the same. You know, yes. I, you know, I felt like many teenagers, if not most, very awkward. You know, your body oh, yes. is changing. I've got, I had, I had this head on a body that was about four foot two. Yeah. And you know, you're not. You've, it took me until I was about thirty eight to grow into my head. Yeah, you know, before it looked relatively normal. Oh, look, mate! Until I'm, people stopped pointing at me on yeah, the street, and it was sort of just falling to the side That's right. because of the <laughs> sheer weight of it. That's right. Yeah, look, I, mate, I can relate to that because I've got a massive head, as you know, and I was even smaller than you. Right, I was even more diminutive. I think you've got a really great head. Well, it was huge when I right. was that age. Um, but I, what I had, which was really off-putting for other people, was that I was the spotty. Yeah. Skinny little 12-year-old, sure, right? And I would say to someone, good day, how's it going? <laughs> Seriously, man. And people used to go, oh, my. And they, I could see people <laughs> recoil because they literally went, where did that voice come right, from? Right, You know, but I also had that horrendous, oh, I don't know, uh, yeah, whoo, your balls whoo, dropping whoo, yeah, going on. <laughs> yeah. And so I'd go from, geez, it's a fantastic afternoon, isn't it? Yeah. You know, that was – which – of course, was another impediment to oh. me uh, talking to girls Absol- my age. Yeah. Uh, and, and for every boy, yeah. when your balls are dropping mid-sentence multiple times yes. and people are laughing at you, yes. it doesn't fill you with confidence. And your head's lulling to the side because you right, can't yeah. carry the you weight of it. You need a nap. It. I'm yes. just going to put my head on the desk while I listen to this. Yeah. This feels like I don't need to be watching. Yeah. Um, and so there's that. There's the spottiness. Um, you know, there's the you know the need to masturbate so much. There's yes. all sorts of things going on. So, you know, despite what um, whatever front that you're putting on is, there's not a lot of you know uh, self confidence in any teenage boy. I don't think no. Um, and if there is, they're they're a rarity. And you've got to. And can I just quickly say too? Generally speaking, in terms of the sexes, mm. you know, a teenage boy is quite vastly different from a teenage girl. Indeed, a, a, a woman. Mm. Um, tend to be, and it's a well-known fact, much more emotionally mature than a teenage boy. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. You know? a so, doubt. so they they do have that maturity that yeah. a young 13 yeah. or 14-year-old boy yeah. certainly does not have. I mean, this reminds me of my, um, my 12th birthday party, which I – well, it was my 12th. Yeah, it might have been my 12th, but I just had some mates around. It, and there was a group of us, so it was like four – Four girls and four boys, and we yep. were best mates. And this is when it dawned on me that perhaps they had matured, the the girls had, had matured beyond. Something had happened at some point where, yeah, they'd left us behind. Yes. Um, so they were staying over at our place. There's no thoughts of any sex at, at that age, from me anyway, um, and from them about me. <laughs> but me and my mate Toby, yes, we set up. Some mattresses in the lounge room. Yeah, now, I know what you're thinking. Yeah, yeah, you know, just no, you a, don't get a little bit of a sleepover <laughs> going on. Yeah, and so um, Toby would be in there on the mattresses, and I'd come running in from the hallway, leap off the the arm of the couch, and do a super fly Jimmy Snooker splash on him. So me and the boys were playing WWF wrestling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, my four female friends <laughs> stood there with their arms folded. Yeah. Wondering what totally. the fuck the older guys were up to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that. And that, 
I mean, I was having the time of my life. Sure. But seeing myself through their eyes, yeah. it dawned on me, things are changing, man. Absolutely. And I I think that's a great example of the difference at that age, um, you know, in terms of, you know, we're, you know, playing WWF body slamming games while they're sitting in the corner going, what the fuck are yeah. they doing? Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, 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 it was interesting because one of my daughters, when she had, I think it was like her seventh or eighth birthday party, she had a birthday party at her house and it was just eight boys. Right. Like all her mates were boys. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then by the time she'd reached her teenage years, it had changed, mm. you know, and because I, I think there's some emotional emotional equivalency, if I yeah. can put it that way, Mike, in terms of when you're young, seven or eight, yeah. you know, there's not that stark a difference. You get to the teens, boom. That's the, right. W- woman take off. Yeah. They, they grow. Boys are just interested in yeah, that's shit right. out of each other and yeah. making noise. Yeah, exactly right. And then there's a sort of an, all of a sudden the feelings towards each other as you're going through those changes start to start to sort of veer off. Yes, and so the conversations you're previously having aren't sort of connecting. I mean, it's just a it's a bloody weird time. So I sort of you know went through that period and then went through the period of feeling extremely awkward about myself, having no self confidence and, and looks or anything like that, and so. Yeah. The idea of asking a girl out, I don't even know when it happened. I used to just get, as I got older, sort of 15, 16 onwards through to when I was about 30, I used to just get smashed drunk. Yeah. And if I ended up with a female, then that was just sheer luck. Yeah, sure. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I was, yeah. There was never any, hey, look. Um, I was wondering if Hey, you... I, was, I just saw you and I thought, you know, you're really attractive and, you know, I love your smile and I, just, I, I thought it would be nice to spend some time with you, get to know you. Yeah. I um, wonder if you might want to come out and go for a drink or something. None of that shit. No. Which is just a straightforward human conversation. Yes. Um, none of that. Yeah. And so let me just say that uh, this young fella here, whose name we're not going to say, the fact that you've asked four women out at your tender age, you are miles ahead of the competition. Yes. Miles ahead. Yeah. So you just keep on doing what you're doing, and you are going to have a fantastic life. Yeah. Oh, look, and I I, I can totally relate to what you were saying there. Mm. I certainly didn't have the articulacy to, to say to a girl, would you like to go out with me? No. It was well beyond my capacity. Absolutely. And so I agree with you in the sense that this young fella, obviously – you know he's got he's got enough nous to go. Okay, yeah. I'm going to give it a crack and yeah. ask a girl out and stuff. So, like you, I'm in agreement. I think he's well on the way. Absolutely. By the time he's 17, 18, <laughs> absolutely off to the right. Because unless, it, of course, he's completely destroyed by constantly being turned down. Well, that, this is the thing. If you can ignore any voice of the fear of rejection because that's what it is when you're younger. You're like, hey, do you want to go out with me? Ha, 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 ha. Yeah, yeah. Go out with you. Not go a shit show chance. Big trans. head, yeah, you yeah. spotty freak, yeah. deep voice, you weirdo. Yeah. Um, that's what you think they're going to say. Well, you can't risk them saying it. But if you don't care what they say, because the worst thing that they can say, well, is that, but yes. they, very, they very rarely do. Yes. But is no. And if the answer is no, well, then it's better that you know sooner rather than never. Exactly. Because another thing I used to do is, do nothing when I had a crush on someone. And then when they started going out with somebody, and I knew that they had a crush on me, but I'd still be too scared. Yes. And then when they started going out with somebody else because I never asked them out, then i go, oh, oh, uh, 
you know, will you dump him and go out with me? But I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it. I'd get my mate to go and ask. Right? You know, but, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. That was when I was eleven. Yes. You know, not when I was eighteen. I yes. Well, I hope so, mate. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. the fact that you've got this going on, man. Yeah, you you are good as gold because there should be no fear of rejection. All you're doing is asking a quite a straightforward question. And yes. If the answer is no, then the answer is no. Yes. And I totally agree with that. And um, good on you. Mm. For having the courage and the balls, because I certainly didn't at that age, and I, I think that's going to stand you in good stead. And, and you're right. What are you going to lose? They they go. I mean, the worst that they can do is just go. Christ, no. Exactly. You know, and exactly. then you go. Okay, well, if that's how they feel, then there was never a chance here in the first place. That's so what right. have you lost? And all of your mates will be left wondering, and all of your mates will be totally in awe of what you're doing. Yes. And they will try and crush you. Yes. So be aware of that. They will try and stop you from doing it. They go, don't do it, man. Oh, God, what are you doing? Oh, she said no. Ignore them. Yes. They are Neanderthals. Yes. You are a highly developed and progressed human being. Yeah. Um, they are beneath you. So ignore your mates. And, you know, they're saying, these women are saying to you that they're with somebody else. That's a technique that that, that women use. And it's called letting you down gently. Gently, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And what they're saying is not necessarily that they are with somebody else, but they're saying, no, I don't want to go out with you. And their excuse is that they're with somebody else. And they may well not be. Yes. But, but it's, a, it's a good indication of your taste that you are choosing women that are wanting to let you down gently. Gently. You know, they're not horrible people. Yeah, rather than, oh, fuck no. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, fucking dream on, mate. Yeah, not a not a chance in hell. Yeah, so you know you're choosing well, and the only way that you're going to know if a woman is with someone is if they've got a wedding ring on. But chances are, the woman you're approaching aren't at that stage. Aren't at that stage. Yeah, and you know, I mean, you're in the world of Instagram and all that sort of carry on. So I'm imagining these are friends of friends, so you can ask around. But uh, yeah, look. I'll be honest, mate. We should be taking lessons from you. Yeah, I think so. Because you're, uh, yeah, you're far ahead of where either Jason or I was at your age. Good on you, mate. Hey, well, um, that brings us to the end of the podcast. And as always, we'd like to thank you for taking the time to listen and make sure you subscribe. And what's the other thing people do on podcasts, mate? They they like and download. They, oh yeah, they download. Yeah, yeah. Um, they comment we get the, where they can. We get these graphs, don't we? Oh yeah, uh, which show us what's going on with the podcast. Yeah, and well, we've had it once. We've had we've one graph, once. and yeah. you and I love a good graph. I love a graph, and so, I like a bar graph. That's it, my favourite. It slowly and oh, you like the bar graph. I love a bar graph, and I, I also like the uh, plotted point one. I don't know what that one's called. It's been a while since I've been. I, I like the it. ones. I like the ones like the run chase. Yeah, 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 you know, on the yeah, cricket, yeah. I like those ones, like the worm. Do you think girls didn't want to go out with us because we're thick? Yeah, probably. I like the worm graph. Yeah, sure. Um, just particularly when that worm graph is going up. It's a line graph, isn't it? Yeah, it's a line graph. Yeah, yeah. yeah. okay. We knew well, that. it's kind of it's not a line though; it's quite squiggly. There's it's definitely... a squiggly, never-ending line though, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but we do appreciate you taking the time to listen. Make sure you keep tuning in, and uh, on behalf of Mike and myself, we'll see you next time. Thank you. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 